This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, welcome to the show. Kiss biopic focusing on bands early years coming to Netflix in 2024. Yes! I used to have like the Kiss members solo albums because they all did a solo album each. Um, Paul Stanley's was the best, I think. Or Ace Freely's was quite good. Gene Simmons' was all right, uh, but not as good as you'd expect. But that's not fair on him because he's the lead singer, I suppose. And they were, you know, for years and years and years, they were never seen without their makeup. That was the thing, wasn't it? They literally were like superheroes. They were like Batman and Spider-Man. And who are they? What what do they look like? And I can't remember the moment they decided um, to, to appear, you know, as they really were. When was their, like, zenith? When were they absolutely it? I would say, well, I think they still are, if yeah, I'm being really okay. honest. Um, but I know, I know what you mean by the question. I would say for, it depends, you know, which era you were there to witness. For me, it would have been the early 80s. It would have been the, yeah, the early 80s, I, I would say. Um, but then they they were massive for ages. It was really cool to like kiss. And also, if you had one of the badges, you'd sew it onto your denim jacket because they <laughs> because the graphic, the you know, their logo was awesome mm. because it was the hard S's. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Um, another the Van Halen um, uh, sew on badge was the best one because it was like it was literally you know the V and the the V and no, the H. I looked that up. Check it out. Check it out. The Van Halen. Sammy Hagar was a good one. UFO was quite a good one um, to, to have Hawkwind. Hawkwind, you'd usually get your mum to stitch on the back of your, your denim. They would have to be a, a, oh. a bit of industry. What, the Van Halen? Van Halen, the, come on. It, it's a bit, it's a little bit Spitfire piloty. No, it's a bit Iron Manny. Yeah. Is what it is. It's uh, way, it was way ahead. I mean, you know, Van Halen taught the, the Marvel franchise everything mm. it knows or it claims to know uh, and have originated, but it's not true. Uh, so you like the story because you bite in your lip. I, lo- I love, I love. <laughs> when you're interested about things, you bite your lip. When you do, just... when you want me to come to you, you look down and begin to shuffle your papers. And then there are other things that I can't be bothered to talk about because it's too nuanced. Um, I just remember when I was in my last year of primary school, yes. lots of people had these um, like satin black shiny bomber jackets with um, like, you know, that sort of sticky, but it starts to peel off image on the back of Jason and Kylie. Um, it's like the wedding scene from Neighbours. Yeah. And I really wanted one. I never got one. Well, but bomber... I think if I did get one, I hope I would have kept it because that would be so on trend right now. Bomber jackets were a real thing, weren't they? Until they found a way of making them cheaper so that they were more affordable, but then they were sort of they were sort of so um, ubiquitous and sort of uh, uh, sub quality that you know when things used to peel off things like that, yeah. um, that that they just fell out of vogue. But the bomber is back. It's the, a spring trend. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Thanks. I haven't seen any. Mira's been wearing one all week. Mira, let's have a look. If you don't mind. Oh, that's not no, that's not a bomber jacket. That's not that's a mud jacket. Uh, I would call that a bomber jacket. Well, well you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what the mods would wear. Okay. Yeah, but the mods and the rock is back to because that 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 was the thing. Yeah. yeah. I see. I would. Um, is it classed as a bomber jacket? I would have classed that as a bomber jacket. Is it sold as Jane a bomber is jacket? Nodding. Well, they're having yeah. you. They're having you over. Okay. Seriously. Do, do they not have they're, to? Have... They're pulling the the hood over your 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 eyes, but there is no hood. No. 
Um, yes. Different colour sleeves. Didn't they not have to have... Or was that a baseball jacket? I would say a bomber jacket had to have more of a collar than that. What kind of collar is that? understanding of a bomber jacket it's got like a round collar it doesn't have a collar oh, see, but different strokes for different folks yeah. different eras do you know what I mean different eras of the eras oh my goodness me uh, copy lovers a thousand steps ahead of the first rest but lose half an hour of vital sleep people who drink coffee regularly walk a thousand more steps than non-drinkers each day because they're all buzzed up mm. that's what it is isn't it but lose out on around 30 minutes of sleep a night according to a new study depending on when you drink the coffee because coffee has a half-life of 12 hours doesn't it so um, the half life of you know you have a drink of coffee at midday you're still feeling 50 percent of that the effects of that coffee at midnight i over caffeine yesterday did you how many did you have uh, i had two extra two over and above uh, because i my last one is, is usually here and now which mm -hmm. is it's about now i presume they've arrived and then yesterday i met will from tfi um He's not. He's, he wasn't born in TFI. Sounds like you know <laughs> from, Qu from Quebec or somewhere. Yes. Now I met Will on, on uh, Baker Street. We were outside Girls. We had a lovely time, and we were going to talk about this new show we, we're going to pitch. Uh, but we <laughs> we had such a great time reminiscing. I didn't even get the laptop out. You know, and it's gold. There's gold in that rucksack mm. there in that backpack. Didn't even get it out. Um, yeah. So so, and I had two coffees because we we're having such a nice time. And I should. I knew I shouldn't have done it. And I had trouble sleeping last night. More trouble than usual. But you're very... Because Caroline, who had a coffee yesterday and doesn't normally caffeine, she accidentally had a caffeinated coffee. She was very chatty all afternoon. Oh, Did I you like find that. that? Yeah, I loved I, it. Isn't Caroline always chatty, though? I know. So can you imagine caffeinated Caroline? Oh, caffeinated Caroline. <laughs> there's cocktail Caroline. You have other Carolines? Yes, I mean, there's, there's mum Caroline. There's art specialist Caroline. There's wife Caroline. There's, but then, you know, my favourite... Hang on a minute. There's on message Caroline. Mm -hmm. Car online. Oh yes, car online. Yeah. That's very on message, Caroline. And then, and then you have my two favourites. I have to say, are cocktail Caroline and now caffeinated Caroline. Family woke up. This is good. You like this one? Uh, family woke up to find the man who'd broken into their home had fallen asleep on the sofa. <laughs> that is terrifying. It is terrifying and terrible, but it is also quite funny. <laughs> well, what did they do? Um, I don't know. Like Goldilocks, but quite dark. Royalian family walked into their living room and found a man asleep on the sofa. The uninvited guest apparently broke into the family's home in Coomera on the Gold Coast of Australia. You know Coomera? Was he doing yet? Okay. Uh, early on Sunday, footage showed him splayed across the cushions with his arms akimbo and jeans pulled down to reveal his undies. Hang on a minute. How many can be heard on the phone in the background providing a description of the man? Da -da 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 -da. Um, and he doesn't say why he was in maybe... Well, it's, it's not. It's not great. It's terrifying. No, but it is also. It is a bit. It is a bit fun. It's a bit funny, and then it's completely terrifying. I mean, what would you do? I think I. I wouldn't be in the background on the phone to the police. I would have my family in a locked car on the no, driveway. You're right. you're right. It's getting on less, the phone to the It's police. getting less funny the more we talk about it. I don't it. know. I, I'm swimming so far through funny that I can't see terrifying. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift's high school boyfriend confirms he wasn't given a free ticket to the Eras Tour. Any what? hardcore Swifties reading this will be <laughs> familiar be? with the name Witch. Right, which was of course Taylor's Swiss high school boyfriend and the guy she took to prom in 2008. These days, Taylor's totally loved up with actor Joe Alwyn, but that hasn't stopped fans from wondering whether the love story crooner's old prom date was offered freebies to a 33-year-old Taylor sellout New Era's tour. Uh, spoiler alert, he wasn't. Posting photos of Witt and Taylor at prom, someone on Twitter pondered, did he get tickets to the Eras tour? On Wednesday, a social media user claimed to be Wit. It all looks pretty legit. Replied to someone confirming Taylor hadn't invited him along. Um, retweeting the message, Wit quipped, ha! No tickets this way. Um, so was he there then? Was he actually, was he seen there or not? Was that the thing? He was seen there thinking, oh, free tickets. 
Oh, I think that's a, a very tenuous, that, isn't it? Extremely. I mean, especially if he, which I suspect, wasn't even there. The only point of that story, as far as this show's concerned, is it, it moves on from the, the other story. Yeah. Which become... And we got to mention our neighbour, Taylor. Yeah, she is our neighbour. She lives around the corner. She does. She does. Taylor Swift. Not another. The actual Taylor Swift lives around the corner. Um, not at the moment, because she's on this world tour, uh, which I'm going to go and see in August. So jealous. I know, because I, ha- I I happen to be in Los Angeles when she pl- the week she plays four dates at the SoFi Stadium. Have you got your tickets? No, but I'm going to get them. What, great. By the way, how focused was he before the show? I've never seen any... I've never seen him, or actually anyone else, but especially him, more focused on anything ever. I come in, he's sat stoic, he's sat upright, he's 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 like Tom Cruise in Maverick, you know, he's, he's like, uh, turn and burn. He's focused on the target, and I'm thinking the target is the show. He's going to give us a technical, a sporting agenda to inspire for the people for the weekend, and I thought, good on Vassos. Then I looked over his shoulder and he's on the Paris Saint-Germain ticket thing, uh, trying to get tickets for him and Matthew to go and watch a game. Well, I had a similar experience yesterday trying to get my RV campsite tickets from for Canada That's... and and it's, it is stressful. Yeah. But <laughs> Laser I, focus but is I've required. But I've also seen you similarly focusing on the show. I've never seen him focusing on the show. Oh, we have. I've got, I've got a killer <laughs> have, weekend coming up. Do you have I've any photographic my... evidence of that? <laughs> Yes. I've got Harry Kane's swag if you need it. Come on. Oh, then. yay. Come on, then. Well, so Harry Kane scored a penalty last night. Can you imagine, by the way, what he was feeling, how he was Sorry, feeling ahead of that this. penalty? It's been in all the news. Tell us what we don't know. To become England's record goal scorer we know of all, all time. Yes. So I've, I've given you the top five. Yes. So, oh, well, I did the top three in the opening link, but thanks yeah, for that Grease, anyway. 44, yep. Gary Lineker, 48, yep. Bobby Charlton, 49. Yep. And then Wayne Rooney, 53 from 120 caps. Yeah, did all that. And Harry Kane, 54, in 81 caps. I mean, and also almost all of those, almost all of those goals have come in competitive. You know, he doesn't tend to score in friendlies. Yes. It's just, it's but fantastic. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. By the way, he's awesome. And he's, he's a lovely guy. He's awesome. And he's married his child as sweetheart. And he does really good um, uh, shaving adverts. But, right. Mm. How many penalties did the other in the top five take? Because he's the penalty taker. And that will increase his chances of becoming the top goal scorer. Have you? Have you? Because that's the kind of swag you want. Have you researched that swag? How, I don't know how, even how many penalties he's taken, let alone Gary Lineker or Bobby Charlton or Wayne Rooney. But that's cool. I'll, I'll get on that. Because I think that could make it. By the way, congratulations, well done. But if you do, if you are the team's chief penalty taker and you take the most penalties, then that does increase your chances of becoming the top goal scorer. Uh, yeah, I know. But still, taking a penalty. Oh, it's no, stressing. No, 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 it's. Hang on a minute. It, I'm talking about facts. You're adding an emotional story to it, hmm. right? Which is great. I'm really happy about that. Yeah. But and I'm not saying that this is not a wonderful thing. I'm just saying, park all that. Give me some facts. How many penalties has Harry Kane scored for England? No. Comp- how many Compared penalties? Compared to Wayne Rooney and all the other people in the top five. But I mean, just have a listen to that. Wayne Rooney, 53 goals in 120 caps, which is astonishing and fantastic. Yes, yes, it's yes. nearly a goal every two games. Yes. Harry Kane, 54 goals, so more, in 81 caps, 39 said, fewer. You've said all this. I mean, those are facts, but those are fantastic facts. Yeah, no, I know, they're good facts, but you've just added fantastic to it. Yeah. So once again, you can give us a story about the facts. Quit the story, give us more facts. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll, we'll add some emotion and stories. 18, 18 penalties. 18 penalties. How many did he take? How many did he miss? How many penalties did Harry Kane has Harry Kane taken for England compared to the other people in the top four of the uh, the highest uh, five scorers of goals for England? And can time? he get you Paris Saint Germain tickets? Which is actually what he's doing now. You're scrolling again through that. It's what it's one scroll for us, one scroll for him. Okay. One scroll for the show. Harry one, Kane. Yep. Has uh, 
scored 18 and missed four penalties. So, 20, so he's taken 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Wayne Rooney yeah. has scored seven yeah. and missed none. Right. So, oh, wow. so, so I'm saying Harry Kane has got... Uh, he's, he's been given a start of 11 goals on Wayne Rooney. So for me, Wayne Rooney is still England's top goal scorer. Actually, and he's, he, he missed the four. <laughs> Gary take Harry's moment away from him. Gary Lilica go. Um, he has taken five penalties for England yep. and scored four of them. OK, so... so see, I, Bobby Charlton. Harry Kane's taken on a, four. He's only. on a freebie. He's on a few freebies here. <laughs> yeah, go on. Uh, Bobby Charlton yeah. has uh, scored three of his four England penalties. Yeah. And um, so the others really didn't take okay, penalties. OK, so, so here's out. the thing. Here's the thing. So if you take all the penalty action out, yeah. right, he's probably not even in the top ten. But well done. <laughs> Very pleased. <laughs> See, I'm not being funny. Right. But don't get me wrong. But if you or I were given one of those penalties, no, all of those penalties, mm-hmm. actually. So 22. We'd, we'd probably score a goal for England because it's a free go. It's a free go, isn't it? That's the thing. It's a free go. I love now, your confidence. The way we can aggregate this back in Harry's favour is how many penalties did he win? So if he won them all, fair enough. If not, not having it. <laughs> or if he won a substantial yeah. amount of them. And also more penalties are given nowadays because if you just look at the penalties that the others t- took, and they were probably the penalty takers for the team at the time because they're centre-forwards, there were, there were many, many fewer penalties back in the day. Two and three on the list, Frank Lampard and Wayne Rooney, between them took... Four fewer penalties than Harry Kane. All of them together. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. All I'm saying, it's interesting. And I bet all other footballers thinking, you know, but he does get to sink all the penalties. <laughs> we won't mention that, obviously, because he's King Harry and it ruins the headline, but he does get to take all the penalties. Well, they should try. <laughs> he won't let them. He's the yeah, captain. He, he won't give them the ball. <laughs> yeah, ball! Give me the ball! Give me the ball! <laughs> I'm the captain! This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you fancy some new quality used car action this weekend, cinch.co.uk is where you need to go. You do the clicking. You can do more, but you don't need to because they'll do everything else. I think 6,500 cars this weekend they've got on the site up for grabs. I might have a little delve later, have a little peruse the various motor cars. So I go through to the control room um, during Coldplay and I say, I say to the team in the control room, have you heard about the Chris Martin story? Coldplay's Chris Martin eats only one meal a day because of Bruce Springsteen. At which point Jane just says, without even saying yes, we have or no, we haven't and we'd like to, she says, forget that, we've got two Snoop Dogg stories. <laughs> All right, Jane, calm down. Oh, how can I calm down? There's two Snoop Dogg two, stories. Two, not one. Two Snoop Dogg stories. Go on, then hit me with the two Snoop Dogg well, stories. Well, Snoop Dogg arrived in the UK last week. He arrived in Scotland and was welcomed by a bagpiper playing a Dr. Dre song, which was brilliant. There's a video of him 
just grooving along and then gives the guy a thumbs up at the end. Hang on a second. We have the audio. This vehicle is reversing. Yeah. <laughs> You're interesting, you are. You are really interesting because you... I was going to talk about vehicles reversing today and the various noises they make because that is a good one and that should be every large vehicle, blindsided vehicles, rehearsing noise from now on. Yeah. But I did want to say, who came up with... Because that is brilliant. What? What is that? That is a that is that is a noise that some vehicles make when they're reversing. I've never heard of a reversing. S- vehicle. Somebody scientifically <laughs> researched going that is that is going to make you get out of the way. It's like the a, a massive vehicle hissing at you. Team, <laughs> 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 know what I'm talking about because they live in London. That is the perfect impersonation. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jay. You wouldn't think so from the expression on these two Herbert spaces. Literally never heard that. Because you live in posh barns where they don't allow things to happen. No, we don't allow reversing. Exactly. No. You don't allow anything. Going forward only. Onwards and upwards. Only Brexit. Um, yeah, and you live in the sticks, so you don't yeah. get it anyway. Um, I'm going to hyperventilate if I carry on. <laughs> Can you do your second Snoop Dogg story, please? Of course. Well, Snoop Dogg has begged Coronation Street bosses for a role on the soap because he's a really oh! big fan. <laughs> so much here. So straight away, you, you want that to happen. Yes. You want Snoop to walk mm. up to the bar in the Rover's Return because Princess Anne did it this week. You know, and lots of other, lots of other fa- really famous people have done it, but not on the show. Some people have been on the show, haven't they? Some some amazing people have been on the show. So Ian McKellen was in Coronation Street for a while, wasn't he? And not that long ago, because he just wanted to be in it. And other people have made these guesties in it. You know, and it has to be said, as good as Coronation Street is, and it is, it is. You know, it's still it's still doing the things. I mean, you know, keeping that up for all these years. You know, it's not the 17, 20 million viewers the night that it used to enjoy, but it's it's still relevant to to a certain extent. You know, and there's super telly now, isn't there? There's Netflix and there's Apple TV Plus and there's Amazon and all the Sky and all this stuff. And so you've got your little terrestrial channels uh, who are still beating their little terrestrial free-to-view drum. And you've got current A Street going on. Um, but if they did start to you know, not just invite Snoop to the show and get get a bit of PR like they did with Princess Anne the other day, which is great, by the way. It's all good for the good for business. But if they did start in a Simpson-esque way, allowing people to guest star and going up, maybe that that would work for them. I'm just saying, maybe that would work for them. But all I was hearing then, as you were speaking about Snoop Dogg going to Coronation Street or trying to get on Coronation Street, I want I want to hear Coronation Street theme tune one year or day maybe if it ever falls on um uh um uh what's the day that the scots celebrate not st andrew's day the other one burns night i want to hear the coronation street theme tune in bagpipes yes that's what i want to hear yes and i can square this circle because i need to because it's becoming a bit messy if i'm being honest um i want to now play the Snoop Dogg bagpipe r- rendition over the Alan Brazil thank you message <laughs> for the invite to the Rod Stewart gig in my garden, because all very Scottish, very Celtic, that he didn't get because I haven't sent him one. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Chris. Wow, what an unbelievable. Sir Rod Stewart in your back garden. 
That is amazing. Uh, I've got to be there. So you send me a plane. Is it a chopper? And am I getting the bus that I normally do? I can't wait. It sounds brilliant. Well done, you. It's going to be one hell of a night. Well, he's got to be there. Alan, the bid's open. Eight o'clock next Thursday on The Breakfast <laughs> Show. <laughs> we'll take your eddies. Aye. Growing pains. What are growing pains all about? Are they real? You know, when your kids go through a growth spurt. They are real, aren't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. Your bones are literally stretching and your tendons and your muscles. It's all sort of... Got, it does, oh, it's like Tom had a brace put on um, a couple of weeks ago and just when they put it on, the first time I went on, they had to tighten it because it's got to move his teeth. He was in agony for 24 hours. Then he was totally fine. Yeah. But I believe in growing pains. I believe in growing pains. I believe in Father Christmas. I believe in everything magical. I believe in everything called <laughs> The theory about growing pains is that sometimes children's bones grow quicker than the tendons and then the tendons become stretched. And sometimes, Noah used to fall over quite a lot. I mean, it was a, bit, a little bit to do with his re- re- retained reflexes, which we talked to Sarah about this week earlier on. Um, but it may well be because, you know, for the elastic band's too tight. Mm. Yeah. You can't, you can't. This is why. Oh, I've started this this week, Vasos. Um, elastic band therapy in the gym. It's not. They're not called elastic bands. What are they called? Resistance bands. Resistance bands. Oh yeah, they're some... all different colours as to oh, how tight they are. Yeah, and they, they, you have when, to squat with them around your thighs when and do pa- the frog thing. The way they're boxed, the way they're packaged, everything's beautiful nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> and because we got a pull-up bar, we wrap them round the pull-up bar, and it's like a, it's like they've got their own show going on. <laughs> you know, my mum used to have this these fly curtains. Um, they used to put up in the summer because the summers used to be really balmy. 76 was the hottest summer ever until last year. How hot? Do you remember those couple of days last year? Oh, 43, 44. I remember it was 46, I went for a, wasn't it, at one point? The, the temperature on the car when I was on Putney Bridge said 45.9. Yeah. And I, because I'm me, thought, be interesting to see what it's like to run in this. Oh, my word. Oh, so, I remember you did that. Yeah. And it, you were, you it were, didn't end well. It didn't end well. I mean, no, it was fine. Surprise, surprise. Uh, hang on. You weren't fine. At all. You had to go and see someone. No, no, I was fine. No, no, you weren't fine because Caroline made you go and see someone because she was really worried about you and you don't want to talk about it because I can tell you because of that expression on your no, face. No, no, I'm trying to remember. But no, 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 because I, I, I was on my own and I, and I, was, and I was at Chiswick Bridge, yes. um, which is, I don't know, normally 15 minutes away from home, but at that sort of pace I was uh-huh. running, maybe 20, 25. I was thinking, oh, I really wish I was home now. And there's a gym there where Caroline was. I was thinking, should I just go and see them? Should I ask for water? Should I seek no. yes. Don't yes. ask for water. Why would you do that? Because that makes sense. <laughs> so it might save your life. So I didn't, and I came back. And what I did, because I, I was new to Insta, um, I, I, I did a little <laughs> recording of myself going, just like public service, if it's 45 do I did. Just don't do. And I was, I had, to, I had to go and lie down in a darkened room. And when I came back, Caroline had literally zero sympathy for me, obviously, because, I mean, I sort of self-inflicted. She didn't know. She has loads of sympathy for you, otherwise she'd be divorced by now. <laughs> she must be the most sympathetic woman on the planet. She, she is. I think she must be. She, whatever one up from Saint is, that's Caroline. I think, I think again, I'm you, underplaying it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> She's what about the Holy Trinity? She's definitely. <laughs> She's definitely knocking on their door. Yeah, I've got to be honest. <laughs> got to be honest. It was very warm though, wasn't it last year? Yeah. You know the whole thing about global. I've got a great global warming fact. I know it's Friday, but I think because it's a fun fact. Go on then. I can do it because it's a fun fact. By the way, we get loads of texts more than ever before, and I'm not reading any out. I'm sorry. How ironic is that? 8722. Um, 
Start them with uh, Virgin. Oh, you'll have to cut that bit out. Sorry. Um, yes. No, make a note. Time code. Um, so global warming is really interesting. So if we stopped burning all CO2 tomorrow at midday on a Saturday, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't happen on a Saturday. Probably be a weekday. Sounds like a weekday thing to me. Stop let's, doing let's, that. Let's do it on Monday. Yeah. And let me be Thursday. <laughs> celebrate it Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. But not not with fires or pyres. No, because you've got... By the way, you've got to stop burning everything. These barbecues. Candles? Candles. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether they they, they qualify as uh, CO2 or not. Or carbon. But, so you stop everything, regardless of what it may be or may not be. You stop... Everything stops. We stop... All CO2 emissions on planet Earth stop at midday tomorrow. If we did that, right, and this bit takes a little bit of getting your head round, if we stopped global carbon emissions tomorrow at midday, it would take between 100 and 105 years for the temperature to return to what it was at 11.59am tomorrow. Yeah, that does, that does take a little bit of getting your head round. Right, and, so and, there's yeah. a lag. So when, when, <laughs> That's when, quite the lag. Yeah, but when there's carbon in the air, the carbon that has just been emitted... Right, has a, um, a half life of many, many years, and takes 105 years to stop he- being part of the heating process. So literally, you have a coal fire tonight. Part of that coal fire is still heating the earth up in between 100 and 105 years from the moment that you did it. So it's always getting incrementally, fractionally warmer all the time on the planet, which is global warming. That's what's happening, right? So. If we stopped everything tomorrow, 100, 100 to 105 years to get back to 11.59 a.m. tomorrow, right? To get that, But then once you start, once the temperature starts reducing, you know, you're in the game. So it's good. It takes a long time, over yeah. a century, and this is all proven. But it's good. So, you know, 100 to 105 years, whew, we're still here. It's only going to get better. And then it takes 45 years. It would take 45 years based on today's calculations and today's um, increase in, in temperatures that are not good for us. It takes 45 years further on from 100, 105 years, so either 145 years or 150 years, to get within what is going to be safe for us as a species ongoing. That's if everything stopped tomorrow, which it's not going to do, let's face it. Um, but it's still a fun fact. I mean, it's not a fun act. <laughs> I think it's a fun fact. It's, I think it's, it's an interesting fact. It's, sorry, it's now interesting. It was fun because it will win you uh, any fact uh, pub ammo yeah. game that you play this weekend. That's the fun bit. <laughs> no, uh, you can you can accessorise it because when we were having a chat yesterday about it, I said, "But yeah, they'll, they'll sort something out," and they are sorting something out. They're 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 redu- they're finding a way to reduce, you know, this. I don't know, this, it, reduce the heat of the sun. Yes, so that. That's going hopefully be You all can't right. reduce the heat of the sun. You can reduce the effects of the heat of the sun yeah, that, on the earth. Hmm. Um, but what we could all do, if, do you want to help? Do you want to help? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to turn into not only a fun fact, oh, but a fun mission. pastime for the weekend. All roofs on the planet, all roofs, anything that has a roof, rabbit hutch, the new Amazon, you know, million square foot warehouse of whatever motorway it's being built at, you know, the new one's being built. Every single roof should be painted white 
and every road should be white. In fact, every artificial surface should be white because that will reflect the heat of the sun and that will help counteract global warming. Also, it look really fresh. Runways, airports. If we paint... Ev- Why isn't every, every reflective surface white? If it was, it would help a bit. Not enough, nowhere near enough, but it would help a bit. That's quite cool. That's, that's why Greek houses are white, I guess. Like on Greek islands. Oh, Vassos. Here he is, claiming it for Greece. Yes. The beginning and the end. The alpha and the omega. Vassos. 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 Come on, Greece. Vassos. Yes. Their roofs aren't white, and it's the roofs that need to be white. (laughs) You absolute muppet. Did you not hear anything I just said? The surface is facing the sun, not the walls. Yeah, but the walls are white. It's a good start. What about the foundation? Right, ten wrong desert. <laughs> they got the paint, but they didn't know what to do with it. However, the conquered Greeks remain the true conquerors. Exactly. All right, team cinches of the week. Here we go. Rachel, queued online with thousands, got her second RV booking for the family month trip over to Canada. Beautiful. Vassos went on his first run since his broken leg. Now, was that under medical advice or not? No, and it, and it, hurt, it still hurt a bit. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, but it was fine. Okay. I'm still okay. You did run a couple of days I, afterwards. Yes. But it, well, you didn't go on a run, you ran on a treadmill. No, I, I went on some runs and then I did stop for about two or three weeks. Well, it says here Vassas went on his first run since his broken leg. My first run that thought I thought might be advisable, <laughs> that I thought it might be okay. And, and it was fine. Fine. Mm. Okay. I'm not going to upgrade fine. But it still hurts. Yes. Is it still broken? No, I don't think so. You, do, you don't <laughs> think so? Who needs the X? What a waste of money those X-ray machines are, aren't yeah. they? And those MRIs. Mm. And those FMRIs. Oh, absolute nonsense those are. If, All that science. If I claw my right foot as I run, yeah. it, it sort of doesn't hurt. Oh, you're probably right then. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'll take it all back. Thank you. Trivic Tilly saw the wonderful wet leg rocking at the Royal Albert Hall. What day did she go and see those then? Wednesday. Wednesday? You'd never known yesterday, mm. would you? She's on fire. Um, Wonderwell attended his first life drawing class. Showbiz John booked a family holiday too. Anywhere, anyone, anyone, anyone? Denmark. Oh, very close, very warm. Did you know this? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, but... I thought I'd go close. I thought I'd just miss. How calculated is that? Yeah, thank you. It's Sweden. Mm. See, he puts so much effort into some things, none into others. <laughs> so, don't play cards with him. He's so unpredictable. Um, Mozzie Jane took her mother-in-law, Sally, to see The Lion King. She had no idea how it ended. Uh, Marvellous Mira completed her first volunteering shift. Who is that, Mira? Uh, shelter from the storm. Shelter from the storm. Good for you. What day? What, what day did you do that? What did you do? Uh, I did loads of things. Did loads of things. Wonderful thing. Washing up, sandwiches, chatting to people that needed. So a good list. A good list. Somebody to listen to. Then give it a bit of space, a bit of grace. Mira, awesome. Secretly lovely. Awesome. Richard the Lionheart got the only train direct to his station with a minute to spare. However, that does trump Mira's mm. volunteering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. So nice. The show since of the week was getting Rod Stewart um, to volunteer for uh, Dine and Disco, which he has done. Uh, more about that between 8 and 8.30 because there's a story to tell of what unfolded after we went off the air with the various people who signed up for the database and things like that. It's all good, by the way. It's all good news. And uh, So that's the show since of the week. But 
our company Cinch of the Week, news broadcasting Cinch of the Week, that is Virgin Radio UK and Virgin Radio Anthems and Virgin Radio 80s Plus, Talk Radio, Talk TV, Times Radio, Talk Sport, Talk Sport 2, you know, and Uncle Tom Cobbley and all. Our collective Cinch of the Week is that our friend and colleague, Magic Mike, uh, began to undergo his liver transplant last night at 6pm, which should have finished a couple of hours ago now, uh, that he's been waiting for life-saving, we can say this now, because it's happened, life-saving liver transplant uh, that he's been waiting for for over a year. Nearly happened at Christmas, didn't quite. Nearly happened a couple of other times. People who have experienced transplant situations will know about this. You know, it's very rarely that it happens first time. Our friend um, from Fairham, who... um, Mick from Fairham used to text the show every time he was going in for a potential double lung transplant. And I think he texted us like three, four, five times um, from attempt number six onwards. And on the 12th attempt, he said, I'm going in again. And that was the one, wasn't it? Double lung transplant. And eight weeks later, he came to see us at the show. Um, So that is our collective cinch of the week. If you are... Someone who is challenged particularly by something that is nothing to do with you and it's just a wild card that you've been dealt and it is not tough uh, and it is anything but easy, uh, then our thoughts are with you and people supporting you, people supporting other people. Some they'll never meet, some they'll never know. You are awesome. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 